Hello, and welcome to another episode of Barely Contained, the celebrity journalism podcast that plays whack-a-mole with the world of online showbiz journalism. My name is Matt Withers, and I'm once again joined the safe social distance of 57,936 metres by Chris Beckett to adjudge the pick of the litter of the UK's on-stream superstar correspondents, including Lizzie Cundy's Whopper Marrow, a shopping centre Hollyoaks reunion, and Anne Hegarty's fiery warning. Let's go. Chris, hello. Hi, Matt. How are you doing? Yeah, I am actually very good. How's, uh, how's things at your end? Yeah, okay. Uh, enjoying pre-inevitable second lockdown, trying to make the most of it. <laughs> I, I like these little moments between the lockdowns. They're my favourite. Right, let's crack on before we're all uh, confined to our homes once more. I believe you have a story about cheeky Lizzie Cundy on the Daily Mail online. Yeah, I do. And in the style of a uh, rap battle artist, I'm going to throw this one down, beat this one. I like my marrows like I like my bras, well stuffed. Cheeky Lizzie Cundy brandishes her whopper as she poses in a plunging swimsuit. It's written by uh, Ellie Phillips. And I'm sure she's very proud. I have to say, <laughs> I have to say, you're unlikely to, to, uh, to be beaten by me on anything headline-wise. Uh, this, this very much looks like something straight out of a 1970s sitcom. <laughs> well, it continues much in the same vein. She's delighted her 53,000 Instagram followers during lockdown by littering her page with scantily clad photographs of herself accompanied by hilarious captions. Well, I think we'll be the judge of, uh, of that, won't we? <laughs> and Lizzie Cundy, 52, continued her genius posts on Thursday as she posed in a plunging swimsuit while showing off an enormous marrow for her latest social media offering. Genius. It's quite... Yeah. Quite, quite the claim for what we've already established. Uh, well, we know that one of them is like, I like my marrows like I like my bras well stuffed. <laughs> we call that genius? Well, it's a certain kind of genius. I mean, you know, she's got it in a major national newspaper or major <laughs> national newspaper's website. Sharing the snap of herself as she tended to her vegetable garden, the radio host joked, here's a whopper as she began her funny caption. Um, the picture of her here, uh, claiming to be tending to a vegetable garden. I mean, she, I don't think that that is correct attire for one to do their gardening in. I mean, she's no Mr. McGregor, that's all I'll say. She looks like she should be um, at the Folie Bergere, or perhaps behind Bruce Forsyth on one of his less well-performing uh, late 80s game shows. Yeah, I think it's definitely that kind of era. Um, Lizzie wrote, Here's a whopper. I grew it myself. I do like my marrows like I like my bras. Well stuffed. Yeah. Um, I mean... Just parking the fact that this humour is somewhat dated. Um, <laughs> does she like marrows? Does anyone like marrows? Well, I mean, what, I, what, would, what would you do with one? 
Chris, if, if, a, if a neighbour of yours, um, now you're living in, in not London and people do these kind of things, the neighbour presented you with a marrow they'd grown, do you know where you'd start, what you'd do with it? Standard, standard neighbourhood marrow delivery. Um, yeah, this has all got a bit ready, steady cook. I wasn't prepared for this. I think I would carve it out and put some, I don't know, some like minced beef in or something. Okay. How about that? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's very Heston Blumenthal. Deft marrow, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I think even Benny Hill would be looking at some of this thinking, you know, come on, Lizzie, finesse it a little bit. I think Benny Hill would be saying to his writers, you know, I know this is my show, but I do like a little nuance. <laughs> exactly. A fabulous day for tending my veggie garden. What are you up to today? Hashtag garden, hashtag marrow, hashtag love, hashtag garden life. <laughs> hashtag you are not a millennial. Sharing another busty selfie to her Instagram stories, the former wag added the caption, loving my vegetable garden today. And wrote, here's a big one, as she held up the enormous marrow. I mean, she's not even trying, is she? <laughs> This, this writer has got, has got a, a very strange definition of genius. <laughs> Lizzie's busty display comes days after she told the Mail Online how she was startled on her countryside cycle by a wayward pheasant. Gotta be careful for wayward pheasants. <laughs> she really is the epicentre of shit celebrity news. <laughs> the former wag looks sensational in a white two-piece as she snapped a selfie from above on the bicycle. Or cycling etiquette. Yeah, exactly. She's not going to pass her cycling proficiency <laughs> with that. Carry on. She gazed up at her camera through aviator shades, showcasing her home physique as she perched on the saddle. But as she cycled along the lanes around her home, she was in for a shock. I went on a bike ride just in a white bikini around my country road, Lizzie told Mail Online. A pheasant ran out into the road all of a sudden. I break suddenly, going over. I nearly hurt my nether regions. I mean, again, this is not the correct attire for one to be out on one's bike. Um, surely she must have taken enough of the, uh, the income made by her footballer husband Jason's uh, largely forgettable career to, uh, to be able to afford, you know, a tabard. You would, you would think so. You would hope so. I mean... I mean, this is the stuff that gets in. That's, that's the worrying thing. <laughs> I hate to think of the, the reject pile at the Mail Online. Yeah, that... Lizzie, Lizzie Cundy changing her duvet, <laughs> taking the recycling out, well, pumping up her pillows. We've still got a few more weeks of this left. Yeah, maybe, maybe I should, shouldn't speak too soon. Lizzie recently took a swipe at one of her exes while posing with a chainsaw in her garden. The presenter slipped into a tiny blue string bikini and displayed her incredible frame as she posed with a chainsaw in hand. She captioned the snap, Wish I had one of these when I found my ex was cheating. Don't mess with Lizzie. I'm excited as sorting my bush out once and for all today. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> the TV star didn't name the ex in question, although she has had a turbulent love life. Is she a TV Lizzie star? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a stretch. Lizzie was recently left heartbroken after splitting from her boyfriend, Jeremy Gordino, 53, 
Amid claims he developed a close friendship with her former fiance's 21-year-old daughter. The brunette beauty split from former footballer Jason Cundy in 2010 after 16 years of marriage, after he met mezzo-soprano opera singer Hannah Pedley. The pair are now married with a son, while Lizzie and Jason share two children, Josh, 25, and James, 20. Uh, and you've got a video underneath of uh, Lizzie Cundy shows off for seek as she does work out with wine bottles, which has got a very tantalising watch-the-full-video uh, link on it, but uh, I won't be doing that. Yes. I mean, uh, credit to uh, Ellie Phillips there for, for digging out the the information about uh, Jason Cundy's new partner, uh, how she's a mezzo-soprano. I'm sure yep. lots of people would have, would have been asking <laughs> otherwise. It's all about the colour. Yeah. But what's, the, but what's the vocal range, Ellie? Do you want a few of the, uh, the comments from beneath? Oh, go on. Uh, Dave LeRae 5 in Liverpool says, sad, sad, sad woman. Uh, John Chuchubi from Manchester said, actually, I'm not going to read out what John Chuchubi said. <laughs> uh, Jenny Lee 19. Did he let himself down? Well, it's just, um, it just wasn't very uh, gracious. Okay. Um, Jenny Lou 1980 uh, in Leeds, she was much more complimentary. She said, uh, those boobs are something else. And chilled David in Norwich said, I'm sure it would get hot and steamy in her greenhouse. Okay. Um, so, Matt, I understand uh, you've now got a story um, written about the Chester Soap Hollyoaks and what a couple of the former stars are now up to. Yep. It's a bit of... Uh... A little bit of Tinseltown glamour following uh, that more mundane story uh, from, uh, from the Cundy household. This is by Victoria Taylor on The Sun Online, and it's headlined, Hollyoaks' Kurt and Ruth reunite as Jeremy Edwards supports Terry Dwyer at film premiere. I think, yeah, and uh, the, there's a nice little pun at the oh, start of that. Yes, it does. Well. It's got a, a little kicker that says a uh, drive-in. Uh, yeah. It gives you a little clue as to what's coming up in this story. I like that. It begins, former Hollyoaks stars Terry Dwyer and Jeremy Edwards reunited on the green carpet at a premiere last night. The green carpet? Is that, yeah. the, is that the, the term? I, I mean, I always thought it was the red carpet. Yeah. I mean, and, and I've read this whole story. It has no ecological bent, if anything, quite the opposite. I mean, is there a, uh, you know, are we suggesting there's some sort of traffic light system? <laughs> Perhaps. Oh, what? Like one of those um, parties that people claimed uh, to have gone on at university, but I was never invited. <laughs> <laughs> it goes on. The iconic soap actors met at the showbiz yep. bash for the first time since lockdown as Jeremy Edwards came to support his old co-star, Terry Dwyer. Iconic. Very much so, iconic. Um, would you have remembered him prior to us looking at this story? Uh, vaguely, I think. You may have done. Uh, because in lieu of... out with Rachel, Rachel from S Club. Rachel Stevens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I'd forgotten that. Um, 
course, would there be no Hollyoaks on at the moment because you run out of episodes? They are showing all the old episodes on um, E4. Uh, so, so some kid told me. <laughs> the actor who played Kurt in the Channel 4 soap turned up at the premiere of Break, held in the Brent Cross Shopping Centre car park. I mean, presumably Leicester Square was on lockdown, so there was, yeah. you know, it just had to be rearranged. Yeah, and it was it was the next obvious place, I guess. You know, Fresh <laughs> Brent Cross Shopping Centre car park. It's certainly where I'm having my premiere. It's very much, um, it's 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 very much the uh, the, the the Hollywood of uh, West London. Mm. The former celebrity X Factor singer, forty nine stood out from the crowds in a bright tropical shirt and black trousers. Okay. Actress and director Terry, 46, wowed fans in a long red gown with a mesh front and heels. I mean, fair play that she's, you know, she's directing and, and acting in it. Yeah, yeah. And she's, she's properly made an effort to go to um, the car park at Brent Cross Shopping <laughs> Centre. I hope she's you know, remembered a token... <laughs> oh, Jeremy's just put on uh, a bright tropical shirt and black trousers. He could be a, a PDC darts player. Her long blonde hair was styled in an updo as she piled on the glamour for the first celebrity bash since the pandemic. Piled hmm. on. Piled it on relentlessly. She absolutely troweled on the glamour for uh, <laughs> very much the first celebrity bash since the pandemic, this. Mm. The pair had fans going wild as they merged at the first social distancing film premiere since lockdown. <laughs> merged? It, it sounds like the opposite of those, um, you know, those operations that performed on Siamese twins. <laughs> it's, it, it, yeah. sounds, it sounds like the human centipede. It, I was thinking of like John Carpenter movie. <laughs> Yeah, that's the difference between, uh, between me and you. Um, yeah, I mean... All about the human centipede. All, all about the human centipede. Um, I have no idea what merge means in this context. Yeah, I think we can say it's, it's not quite right. <laughs> Kerry has just produced her first feature film, Break, and she stars in it alongside late Golden Globe winner Rutger Hauer. Uh, presumably, he, he filmed his part before... Uh, he passed on. Well, you'd you'd hope so. I mean, I'm I'm sure the Blade Runner star, you know, would would say that this would be his his finest hour. I think it was very much the the, the one he he passed away after this because in his soul he knew that he would never better break. <laughs> the film yep. the film also stars Jamie Foreman. You a Foreman yeah. fan? Um, you might have to give me some more info on on Jamie. Is he um is he a part of the um Mean Green Grilling Machine dynasty? I don't know. Uh, Luke Luke Mabel. No, no. Sounds like Cockney rhyming slang. <laughs> and BAFTA winner Adam Deacon. Well, uh, anyway, class. It'll. It, the celebometer will be turned up a notch when you find out the other famous faces on the green carpet. So they're very much staying with the green carpet here. Mm -hmm. 
They included uh, Chowie's Georgia Harrison. Okay. Uh, Michelle Collins. Right. She's still about a bit. Um, Tyne Lexi Clarson. <laughs> Shazne <laughs> Lewis. <laughs> Helen Lederer, um, who has been in Hollyoaks. Uh, yeah. Michelle Gale, who has not been in Hollyoaks. Mm-hmm. And the X Factors, Honey G, and God knows where they dug her up from. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. I mean, really that is, is, that's really A list. It's. I mean, that is. That is a poor. I'm a celebrity, isn't it? <laughs> that's not even an I'm a celebrity. Like you know, on ITV Plus Two. <laughs> Um, there's a, a bit about uh, Cherry having coronavirus symptoms and uh, our thoughts are with her there. Uh, comes yeah. to the end, Cherry shot to fame playing Ruth Osborne in Hollyoaks between 1995 and 2001, briefly returning to the Channel 4 soap in 2003. While Jeremy yeah. is undoubtedly best known for his role playing Kurt Benson in Hollyoaks. In 1995, Jeremy was offered the role of Kurt in the Channel 4 soap opera, where he stayed for four years before going on to make appearances in BBC's medical drama, Holby City. Mm-hmm. And the final part of the story. Other shows that followed soon after included Celebrity Big Brother, Lily Savage's Blankety Blank, and, <laughs> of course... His betrayal of Fraser in the ITV soap opera Emmerdale on February the 12th, 2008. <laughs> That's so specific. <laughs> of course. So in one episode. I think the insinuation is that he only appeared in, in one episode. I love the of, of course. course. Like the whole nation. It's kind of, it's very much JFK being shot. Everybody remembers that on February the 12th, 2008, they were camped in front of their TV for the national moment of him, him playing Fraser in Emmerdale. It really is doing a Herculean amount of lifting. That, it really that is. I mean, also as well, like, the, the, followed, the roles followed soon after. He left in, what, 99? Yeah. <laughs> soon after, nine years. Nine years he had. Yeah. One show, one episode of Emmerdale. He, he had some very fallow years in that time, I think it's fair to say. Wow. Good to see he's balancing back. Good on you, Jezza. Finally, Chris, I think you're taking us to the Daily Star online and a tale about the Chases and Hegarty. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure we've covered her um, before. Um, and this one is written by uh, Daily Star showbiz and TV reporter um, Alvia McMahon. Headline, The Chases and Hegarty flustered as contestant issues fiery, it's on, warning. Ooh. The Chase quiz expert Anne Hegarty went head-to-head with another skilled player on today's show as she squared up to former estate agent Anne in the ITV studios. The Chase legend, Anne Hegarty, was left feeling flustered on this evening's episode when one contestant... <laughs> the Chase... Sorry. The Chase legend, Anne Hegarty, was left feeling flustered on this evening's episode when one contestant insisted the competition was, in quotes, on. This sounds, uh, this sounds like it's going to be a pretty... pretty tasty episode. A former estate agent whose name was also Anne, stepped up to the plate 
hoping to earn a little cash to treat her nine grandchildren. After earning a tidy £4,000 in the cash build around, she faced a question about the phrase Donkey Kong in the second round, prompting a fiery warning. Host Bradley Walsh declared, the modern slang phrase meaning something is about to happen is, it's on like... He didn't really declare, did he? That's not, that's not the right word. Uh, it's, it's a question, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's very much. I would say, asked. <laughs> the three answers listed were Donkey Kong, Super Mario and Lara Croft. Ooh, would you have got that one right? Well, I, I'd like to think my, you know, my knowledge of rhythm is enough <laughs> to <laughs> yeah. get me through. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it's on like Super Mario makes a great deal of sense, does it? It's, yeah, I mean, I'm surprised they didn't offer, you know, the Duchess of Kent as, a, as an alternative <laughs> answer. Uh, so it's not a phrase that you're, you'll want to use too often? No, it, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's, uh, you know, one of, my, one of my go-tos. Well, you know, Marie-Chris, you've heard me say quite often that it's getting fizzy like Treasure Island Dizzy. <laughs> But to be fair, that is something you always say. Contestant Anne quickly selected the correct answer of Donkey Kong before adding, I might start using that. Inspired by an 80s cartoon character, the phrase beloved by Snoop Dogg generally means to compete at a high level. So this is where um, Alva is, is giving away her youth because I wouldn't describe Donkey Kong as first and foremost a cartoon character. No, he's more of a, um, yeah, just an adversary of uh, Mario. Very much a, a video game uh, character. So, uh, you know, she's young. Yeah, she doesn't have, she probably hasn't played one of those like game and watch games. We have to I, jump over the barrels. I would imagine that she would not be impressed by it. <laughs> Turning to chase Anne, she started pointing her finger in her direction and playfully shouted, Come on, Anne. It's on like Donkey Kong. Um, and there's a picture of the other Anne here. Um, and I don't, I don't want to be cruel. I, nobody take this the wrong way. But Chris, I'm thinking Roy Hodgson barking out tactical instructions. <laughs> um, yeah, I can, I can see that. <laughs> In turn, Brad asked the governess, have you heard of that? Confessing she had never happened upon the phrase before, Miss <laughs> Hegarty replied, I haven't, but may start using it as well. Oh, I love that, that she'd never happened upon the phrase before. <laughs> it all got a bit pride and prejudice. That I, I like that. <laughs> when contestant Anne swooped into the final, Anne congratulated her, saying, you got a little lucky there but you do have a depressing amount of pop culture knowledge there. It's very backhanded as the compliments go, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Not really praise, is it? Offering her advice to the remaining contestants, the triumphant real estate agent held up her finger and issued the warning again. Jokingly, she snapped. Well, remember, <laughs> it's on like Donkey Kong. Absolutely delighted to have procured herself a new catchphrase there. <laughs> the chase says on weekdays at 5pm on ITV. <laughs> oh, God. I just feel of, you know, these poor reporters being dispatched each day to, to cover one or, or other, you know, daytime TV quiz. 
I mean, I don't know if Alvi is strictly on the chase or maybe she gets to go on on tenable. I mean, <laughs> if we'd have known back in our back in our reporting days that queer shows were going to be such a such a gold mine of, of stories, I mean, I would have. I know, wonder I if, if there's a hierarchy. So, like, Alva is the uh, chase correspondent, but one day, one day she dreams of doing Good Morning Britain. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, you, you have to pay your dues on you the start, chase. You start off with the uh, amusing uh, little bon mot on, um, on the chase, and one day you'll get a withering put-down from Piers Morgan to report on. That is when you know you've made it. Chris, I think um, for our own sanity, if, if, if not the, the listeners, it's probably time to wrap up for this week. Yeah, no, I think that's, you know, not before time. In the unlikely event that people do want to engage with the uh, barely contained brand, perhaps in the digital arena, would you point them in the direction? Yeah, all right. Um, I would say if they wanted to uh, see us on Facebook, they could search barely contained the podcast. And uh, I should see you right. But if you want to go on Twitter, um, go to at barely underscore pod and you'll find us there. Good stuff. Uh, well, we'll probably reconvene for much of the same in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, I think we should. Cheers, Chris. Bye-bye. Yeah, cheers, Matt. Bye. The modern slang phrase meaning something is about to happen is it's on like what? A... Donkey Kong, B, Super Mario, C, Lara Croft. You've put Donkey Kong. It's on like Donkey Kong? Well, what is everyone talking about? (laughs) Something to it. I'm going to use that expression from now on. Come on, Anne. It's on like Donkey Kong. (laughs) 